Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Jets win it. Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And it's time for a Black Friday edition of the Jets pregame report. Jets and Dolphins getting going today, 3 o'clock, MetLife Stadium. First time ever that there is going to be a Black Friday NFL football game. And of course, it had to be the Jets, right? And so we're going to talk about it with our friend who covers the Jets for JetsXFactor.com, a website that he also co-founded, the leader of the Saboholics, my buddy Robbie Sabo. Robbie, what's up, man? No, just another great day in the neighborhood. Friday football. You ready? It's not high school, although some may wonder <laughs> on one side of the ball. But um, hey, Black Friday, let's go. It does feel like it could be high school the way that the Jets offense is played, like you just said. And now we get a quarterback change. In a lot of ways, I feel like it's shuffling deck chairs on the Titanic, but hopefully I'm wrong. Not that Mike White was great last year. He certainly wasn't, but he was better than people expected. Maybe that's what happens with Tim Boyle, who gets the start today. He talked a little bit ahead of this Black Friday matchup. And so did Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator, talking about why they have faith in Tim Boyle. Robbie, unpack all of that for me if you can. I have to say, I like Tim Boyle's quote about being dangerous. It's the right mindset, if nothing else. Yeah, it was um, it was Connor Hughes who asked it, and it, it makes whether it translates, we have no idea, obviously. But I, I kind of see it in Boyle's eyes as you know, sitting on the bench watching Zach Wilson all year. We know what Zach has in terms of talent, but. It's the between the ear stuff. And I'm not talking about smarts. I'm talking about mindset, command, a lack of command, you know, a lack of confidence. And I said this the other day, it's like you almost want to be arrogant. You when you're shooting a three like Steph Curry, you gotta your mindset has to be that I'm never missing. This thing is going in. Like I, I picture it this way. And Zach just never had that. Never 
felt like a moment he had that, even in KC. You know, you still saw it in his eyes. And there was just no commands. Boyle, I could see Boyle talking about this and trying to get into that mindset as the antithesis of what he's been seeing since Zach took over in week one. So it makes a lot of sense. And I like it. I like the mentality. Um, But we'll see. We'll see if it translates. I think what ultimately happened with Zach Wilson is whatever confidence he had got killed and then he just got so scared to make a mistake that it ended up backfiring on him and his confidence eroded forever. I still look back last year after he was benched for Mike White and think that they should have just held him out the rest of the year and redshirted him this year the way that they said they were going to. We'll never know if that would have worked, but it certainly couldn't have turned out much worse than what we ended up seeing. But with Tim Boyle, I like what you said, Robbie. It's the right mindset. It's something that he has to think because he doesn't have the same physical ability of somebody like Zach Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, for that matter. It's sort of like Mike White. Last year, he made his fair share of mistakes. And I don't think he's anywhere near as good as a lot of Jets fans romanticize now. He did very well against the Bears. The games after that, he wasn't that good. He played like a backup, basically. I know he had the rib injury, but that's essentially what he is. And he carved out a nice niche for himself. He'll probably have a long career in the NFL, a decade or so as a backup, and good for him for being able to do that. But because he didn't have the physical ability of a Zach Wilson, he had to go out there unafraid to make a mistake and put himself on the line. And sometimes, unfortunately, bad things happen. Like I said, five picks in three games after that Bears game. Ryan Fitzpatrick was another guy that was exactly like that. What he didn't have in physical ability, he made up for in what Bill Simmons would call irrational confidence. There were throws that Ryan Fitzpatrick simply could not make. Didn't have the physical ability to do it, but... You couldn't tell him that because he was going to try it. Now, sometimes that was to his detriment, but sometimes we saw the Fitz magic. And when you're somebody like that, if you want a career in the NFL, you've got to approach it that way. I don't know that Tim Boyle is going to be Mike White. I don't know that Tim Boyle is going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. But if he wants to be that type of player and carve out a career in the NFL like that, that's the mentality he's got to have. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. That's the right mentality. I mean, listen. You visit Twitter, it's polarization city. It's either all the Jets' fault, all the coaching staff's fault, or it's all Zach Wilson's fault. It, it, it's nonsense. It, it's on both parties. It, it's, there are stuff I hate that I see in terms of what this coaching staff does, where they worry too much about physicality instead of finesse, where, where they feature the defense a little too much and they, and they play conservatively. Yes, there's stuff I don't like. Uh, this game is more in today's modern version is more about fooling the opponent as opposed to running them over. And I think taking that approach with Zach, he's like you said, he's scared to make a mistake. He's paralyzed. He's mechanic. At the same time, when you're a quarterback, you could only take that game plan, that advice so far, you have to take risks at some point. Forget football in life. You're not going to get anywhere if you don't take risks. And I can't, have any real sympathy or empathy for Zach Wilson when he's not taking risks and he's not using his arm downfield and and taking those shots. Fitzmagic, Fitzpatrick did. You know, guys like that did. You know, they'll have those bad pick games. And someone disagreed with me when I said Zach Wilson never had command or arrogance. I think arrogance is what they disagreed with because they saw him uh, play in a, in a not safe way early in his career, throwing picks, trying to use his arm. I don't think it's it was arrogance. I think it was just recklessness. He was reckless without being arrogant, without having that confidence. So yeah, you're right on the money. And and hopefully for Boyle, you know, it's hopefully for Jets fans, 
we see it early on. The one good sign is when he entered the game last week against Buffalo, wasn't great numbers, wasn't great, but he was decisive right off the bat. You could see that. He knew what to do with the football right away, and it was a welcome change. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Robbie, now that we've talked about Tim Boyle, the Jets' new starting quarterback, let's talk about the props and the game line, how we think the Jets are going to do when it comes to the over-under and the spread. They are double-digit underdogs at home to the Miami Dolphins. Not a surprise based on the way that the offense has been playing lately. Dolphins are minus 10, and the over-under is 41. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, could you expect anything different? 10 I think I saw nine and a half somewhere else maybe FanDuel maybe FanDuel reach 10 at this point with DraftKings it's all around the same mark and it makes sense Uh, I mean even MetLife can't save them here you know the home team usually gets three points in Vegas with the odds makers it makes sense and you know I I take the Dolphins here and it sucks to say because I don't think the Dolphins are nearly as good as their record I think seven and three is over their not talent level, but their production in terms of who they are as a team. You know, their schedule has been Cupcake City, and they haven't beaten a quality team. But where the Jets are right now, there's just no way I could take them, even with 10. I like what Alpha Tiaga said on the show yesterday, that people are taking shots at the Dolphins for only beating Cupcakes. But in the NFL, if you beat the Cupcakes, you usually will make the playoffs and oftentimes win the division, and that's the road to success. So as they say, Robbie, you got to make the layups. Yeah, the three-pointers are great, but if you miss those wide-open layups and you miss those free throws, that's a problem. The Dolphins, to their credit, have not missed the free throws, and they have not missed the wide-open layups. And the Jets certainly, at this point in time, would appear on paper to be a wide-open layup or a free throw. Let's talk about the quarterbacks here in the passing props. It's really interesting that they even have lines on Tim Boyle, considering the fact that the guy has barely played in his NFL career, but... Let's take a look at him and see what we think. Tim Boyle is over under 0.5 passing touchdowns. Tua Tugavaloa over under 1.5 passing yards. Tim Boyle over under 166.5. Tua Tugavaloa over under 248.5. I like Tim Boyle on this one. There's something about this that sticks out to me. I'm not saying Boyle's going to play well. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But I feel like he's going to throw a lot, and I think he's going to go over the 166.5. Passing and rushing yards, Tua Tugavaloa over under 255.5. Completions, Tim Boyle over under 18.5. Tua Tugavaloa over under 21.5. Pass attempts, Tim Boyle over under 30.5. Tua Tugavaloa over under 33.5. Interceptions, Tim Boyle over under 1.5. Tua Tugavaloa over under 0.5. And longest completion, Tim Boyle over under 29.5. Tua Tugavaloa over under 37.5. Robbie, that prop will certainly test your theory about whether or not Tim Boyle is actually going out there to be fearless like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or if things get tough and he ends up clamming up the way that we saw from Zach Wilson far too often. Yeah, and you know, I'm with you. I like the Boyle uh, overs, but especially the touchdown at .5. Give me him with at least one touchdown. The yards is going to be close. It'll be close, but I'd still gun to my head. I'd go over 166.5. I mean, listen, this Miami D, it's not, uh, you know, it's not exactly the 2000 Ravens. Uh, I know Ramsey, I know they got some talent, but uh, I think as long as they have the right plan and they could run the ball, this is the key. It's It all comes down to the Jets offensive line, obviously. And if they could do enough to run the ball at home, 
I think I like Boyle's overs. Receiving props, yards, Alec Ingold over under 3.5, Alan Lazard over under 15.5, Brees Hall over under 26.5. I kind of like that one. If you're Tim Boyle, it makes a lot of sense to check down to Brees Hall a lot, especially considering what's been going on with the offense lately. I feel like he'll be the safety valve. Cedric Wilson over under 15.5, Dalvin Cook over under 2.5, Garrett Wilson over under 49.5, Jalen Waddle over under 56.5 Raheem Mostert over under 14.5 I like that one The Jets have had a lot of trouble covering yeah. running backs I think that's a really good prop bet Tyler Conklin over under 25.5 Tyreek Hill over under 74.5 Xavier Gibson over under 16.5 What do you think Robbie? Yeah I like Mostert over 14.5 and, and I like Xavier Gibson over 16.5 Because um, Conklin too But the Gibson especially because I think Boyle will, will focus on the middle of the field. You know, his arm is not a howitzer, you know, no Jeff George-like uh, arm here. So give me the guys more towards the inside of the field, Xavier Gibson and definitely Mostert. And A-Chain's not listed, huh? I mean, I know he got banged up again, but he was limited in practice yesterday. I, I don't know what his status is, but I'm surprised he's not listed. Vegas doesn't want to take a chance with him, I suppose, at this point in time. But they are willing to put up odds for a lot of reception totals that are worth looking at right now. Alan Lazard is over under 1.5. Brees Hall over under 3.5. I'd take the over on that all day long. Garrett Wilson over under 4.5. Jalen Waddle over under 4.5. Raheem Mostert over under 2.5. I like that one as well. Tyler Conklin over under 2.5. Tyreek Hill over under 5.5. I think I'd go with the under on that one. Me too. The Jets have done well against Tyreek Hill, so I think he'll get less than 5.5. Xavier Gibson over under 1.5. Longest reception, Alan Lazard over under 10.5. Brees Hall over under 12.5. Cedric Wilson over under 11.5. Garrett Wilson over under 19.5. Jalen Waddle over under 21.5. Raheem Mostert over under 9.5. Tyler Conklin over under 12.5. Tyreek Hill over under 25.5. Xavier Gibson over under 10.5. What do you think, Robbie? Yeah, I think because the Jets D is naturally conservative in terms of its pass coverage. I still think pound for pound, they're the best pass coverage in the league, as crazy as that sounds, but they're naturally conservative. You know, they don't attack the quarterback with more than four. They don't blitz a lot. They lag on the outside quarters, uh, cover three, even man lag, man robber lag. So think about to uh, if he's going to have success, it's going to be a lot of short to intermediate passes uh, under 10 yards so go with those guys rushing props rushing yards Brees Hall over under 50.5 Dalvin Cook over under 10.5 Raheem Mostert over under 59.5 Tua Tugavaloa over under 4.5 rushing attempts Brees Hall over under 13.5 Dalvin Cook over under 2.5 Tua Tugavaloa over under 2.5 rushing and receiving yards combined Alan Lazard over under 16.5, Brees Hall over under 81.5, Garrett Wilson over under 50.5, Jalen Waddle over under 58.5, Raheem Mostert over under 77.5, Tyreek Hill over under 76.5, Xavier Gibson over under 19.5, and longest rush, Brees Hall over under 12.5, Raheem Mostert over under 15.5. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going over on Mostert. Because of A-Chain's, uh, we don't know if he's going to, how healthy he'll be. And the Jets, let's face it, their run D is not good. It, it comes into the the week as the 30th best run D in the league. You know, third from last. 
Um, I think it was 31st coming into this past week. So their run D is not great. And, and those are in situations too, when the opposing team is running the ball. So it, it I feel like they should play better against the run based on those situations. Cause they're trailing and you know, the offense is going to run the ball yards per carry. They're like 21st, 22nd, but overall the run D hasn't been good. So I'd, I'd put some uh, shekels and most dirt's over. Defense and special teams props. Give me all the pass rushers in this game, Robbie. Bradley Chubb, Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, Jermaine Johnson, Quinnen Williams, Zach Seiler, all over under .25. I would take every single one of them. And then when it comes to total tackles, Bradley Chubb is over under 3.5. CJ Mosley over under 9.5. Christian Wilkins over under 3.5. DJ Reed over under 4.5. Deshaun Elliott over under 4.5. Jalen Phillips over under 5.5. Jalen Ramsey over under 3.5. Jerome Baker over under 5.5. Javon Holland over under 5.5. Jordan Whitehead over under 5.5. Quincy Williams over under 8.5. Quinnen Williams over under 3.5. Sauce Gardner over under 3.5. Xavier Ian Howard over under 2.5. I'll tell you, I'm taking the under on Whitehead because he's going to be so preoccupied with Tyree Kill downfield and Waddle and all that speed that I, I it's going to be hard for him to get involved in the run game. Uh, he'll he'll ha- definitely have a couple tackles downfield trying to save touchdowns and, and after the catch and yak, but in terms of the run game, his tackles won't be there like they normally are, I think, so the under with Whitehead. This is interesting, Robbie. When it comes to the kicking props, the only one listed here is the Dolphins kicker, Jason Sanders. I have no idea why there are no props for Greg Zerline, but Sanders is over under 1.5 field goals, over under 7.5 total kicking points, and over under 2.5 extra points. That is interesting. I mean, has DraftKings just totally given up on the Jets offense altogether? (laughs) That's probably what it is. What else could it be, honestly? Uh, Hey, No special teams for me. Put money on Sanders at your own risk. Touchdown props. Anytime touchdown scorer. Raheem Mostert, minus 130. Tyree Kill, minus 130. Brees Hall, minus 125. Devon A-Chain, plus 155. Jalen Waddell, plus 165. Jeff Wilson, plus 210. Garrett Wilson, plus 240. Braxton Berrios, here he comes. It's the revenge game. Braxton Berrios, plus 400. Dolphins defense and special teams plus 400. Durham Smythe plus 450. Tua Tugavaloa plus 600. Xavier Gibson plus 550. Cedric Wilson plus 500. Julian Hill plus 600. Alan Lazard plus 600. Tyler Conklin plus 650. I think that's a decent one. He could get open in the end zone. Tim Boyle would be looking for him if they get down there. Jeremy Ruckert plus 750. Dalvin Cook plus 700. Chase Claypool plus 800. Alec Ingold plus 950. Randall Cobb plus 1100. Israel Abanacanda plus 950. Jets defense and special teams plus 900. Tim Boyle plus 1000. CJ Ozama plus 1800. Irvin Charles plus 1300. Tyler Croft, another old friend, plus 1400. No touchdown scorer at all, plus 6,500. Jason Brownlee, plus 1,900. And Nick Bodden, plus 2,000. What do you think here, Robbie? I mean, get the sledge sledgehammer out and smack me in the head if you're a Jets fan, but give me Barrios at plus 400 because <laughs> we just saw it with Ty Johnson last week. And, you know, Barrios has been solid, you know, in his role this season for the Dolphins. Michael Carter is on the injury report again. 
And I love Michael Carter. He's one of the best slot corners in the game, in my view. But banged up, Barrios out of the slot, McDaniel knowing him, you know, those are pretty solid odds at plus 400. So give me Barrios. Last prop, and it's always one of the most fun, first touchdown scorer. Raheem Mostert, plus 380. Tyree Kill, plus 425. Brees Hall, plus 750. Devon A-Chain, plus 750. Jalen Waddle, plus 850. Jeff Wilson, plus 950. Garrett Wilson, plus 1300. That's not bad for a first touchdown scorer. If you think the Jets have a chance of scoring a touchdown, Wilson at plus 1300. Braxton Berrios, Robbie, there's your guy, plus 1700. Dolphins defense and special teams, plus 1900. Durham Smythe, plus 2,000. Tua Tugavaloa, plus 2,200. Xavier Gibson, plus 2,500. Cedric Wilson, plus 2,500. Julian Hill, plus 2,500. Alan Lazard, plus 3,000. Tyler Conklin, plus 3,000. That one's not bad either. Jeremy Ruckert, plus 3,500. Dalvin Cook, plus 3,500. Chase Claypool, plus 3,500. Alec Ingold, plus 3,500. Randall Cobb, plus 4,000. Israel Abanacanda, plus 4,500. Jets defense and special teams, plus 4,500. Tim Boyle, plus 5,000. CJ Ozama, plus 5,500. Irvin Charles, plus 6,000. Tyler Croft, plus 6,000. Jason Brownlee, plus 7,000. Nick Bodden, plus 7,500. And no touchdowns scored at all, plus 6,500. I think uh, I, I like the Garrett Wilson one because if you think at Barrios too, if you want to go Barrios, go Barrios. Mostert also. I could see Mostert breaking a long run in this one. Uh, I remember he him doing it with the Niners at MetLife during that COVID year. Uh, so the run D's not great. But Garrett Wilson, think about how defense is game plan against the Jets and Zach Wilson. Press in your face, on your toes, ready for the run game. The Dolphins really aren't going to know what to do against Boyle. So I'd expect a similar type game plan. And if they want to go over the top vertical one-on-one with Garrett Wilson, you know, if Ramsey's not guarding him or even against Ramsey, you know, he's not exactly 23, 22 years old anymore. Garrett Wilson's not bad with those odds. Robbie Sabo, the leader of the Saboholics, also lead reporter for JetsXFactor.com, a website that he co-founded. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the Jets and the Dolphins in this pregame report on this Black Friday. Looking forward to this game in a couple of hours. Really appreciate you hopping on. For those that want to check out JetsXFactor.com, there's a lot of great stuff over there, including what you could get if you subscribe right now, which is an autographed picture by a guy who never had problems getting into the end zone. Used to wear number 80, I think. No, yeah, the same guy who Arnold Schwarzenegger once said the Jets would come back against <laughs> this very team, the Miami Fish, on a Monday night miracle. It's Friday night this week, but uh, or this time around, but uh, similar principle. Yeah, 8 by 10 signed, uh, autograph signed Wayne Corbett, 8 by 10 If you sign up using discount code 80 at JetsXFactor.com. Make sure you check out everything going on at JetsXFactor.com and at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. Some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital, playlikeajet.com.